0: Thanks for joining the SEO Leadership Podcast. The SEO industry tends to feel very siloed with people operating in isolation across SEO agencies and SEO roles at larger companies, or even in their freelancing. There's a lot of great information out there where we can learn from each other about better SEO tactics. But in this podcast, we will talk about how to become better leaders in the SEO industry. Thanks for your time. Let's get started. Ahmad Abusamak is joining me on this episode. Ahmad has had an awesome career so far in SEO, working currently as SEO manager at Bank of America, previously driving SEO for several billion-dollar brands. His LinkedIn bio sums it up perfectly. Ahmad is well-versed in coaching billion-dollar brands and breaking the mold and doing what's right in the name of progression, innovation, and redefining traditional success metrics. Whether it's getting buy-in from stakeholders or driving home the importance of change, to reach our max potential, Ahmad enjoys the uphill battle win or lose. That was just so inspiring, I had to include that in the intro. Not only have I had the privilege of working with Ahmad in the past, but I also consider him to be a close friend of mine. So honestly, doing a formal podcast interview instead of cracking jokes over an informal lunch just feels a little bit weird. But as I already know, and as you will come to find out in this episode, Ahmad is inspiring driven, and has so much to offer as a leader in the SEO community. Amon, thanks so much for joining me and welcome to the show. Thanks
1: for having me, Graham.
0: So you've had an amazing career from working as an account manager uh, in a contact center to working on SEO teams for four Fortune 500 companies all the way to present day where you're leading SEO for one of the biggest companies in the world. What first made you interested in SEO?
1: Uh well, I got into SEO because I actually was friends with an SEO at LendingTree. Um he was just a really cool guy and we would just chat and he would tell me a little bit about what he would do on his day-to-day. And I'm a bit of a jack of all trades. Uh I love to articulate via like content, I would write and I love technology, so I would learn how to code, basic code and um, but I never was good enough to call any of those a career, and uh, SEO just seemed to bring all those aspects together. Um, all of those things are, are different different uh, pillars of of SEO, and so this was a cool way to try it all out.
0: Awesome, thinking about this jump that you made from uh, uh, contact center, the work that you were doing there to SEO with uh, with with Tree. What advice would you have for someone who is on a similar track, where uh, they're in one career, but they're interested in making a shift, a career change into SEO? Based on your own experience, what advice would you have for folks like that?
1: So I actually did have uh, personal experiences with people in the contact center. As I was actually making my own transition out, it was a, a bit inspiring to a few. And I gave them all the same uh, advice. Just make sure that there's some passion behind whatever decision you're making. So some people knew that I was leaving the team to make more money. Some people knew that I was leaving the team to become a little bit more corporate and um, that that would ultimately mean that uh, there probably would be more successes in the future. and, And for whatever reason, they wanted to pursue a different career. I made them take a hard look at the aspects around SEO and tell me, if it was something that actually interested them just make sure that you have a passion for aspects around SEO um you know there were other benefits to moving to SEO as well um there's the remote capability pre-covid i i could see SEO being a a job that you can do anywhere um sure. also a job that really just kind of highlights um your adaptability so something that i've always touted was you know no matter what my environment was i could adjust and seo being consistently around molded around algorithm updates your adaptability is going to be tied to your success
0: well that's awesome following your own advice uh making sure that there's passion behind the decision that you're making uh, I love how that was advice that you're giving out to folks that were working with you, and advice that you ended up following yourself to start down this this career path of uh, adaptation through the craziness of SEO. That's that's fantastic. And I know you and I have talked um, about this in the past, but I'd love to dig more into the specifics here. How do you think uh, with your story of not having traditional college education has influenced you to make the decisions that led you to become the leader that you are today? Um, How do you you think differently as a result than others who were pushed through that more traditional mold?
1: So because SEO doesn't have a traditional diploma or any type of college credit that um, adheres directly to it, it put me on the same plane as someone that did go to college. So I didn't feel like I was playing catch up. I felt like all the information that was put out today made us all equal. So whether you're an SEO with 10 years of experience or an SEO with 1 year of experience, as long as you're putting in the time and the effort, we could all probably say that, you know, we're we're on the same page here. Um there's there's some added benefit with with the 10 year, but for the most part we're all on the same page you know like i i I made sure that i was following all the most prominent forums and influencers in the space um and you know that really is what gave me the basis of knowledge that i needed to feel confident when someone asked me hey can you help me increase visibility rank whatever it is best practices wise for google I felt much more confident, um, you know, knowing that the entire industry is following a certain algorithm update or that we're all looking at the same type of data and reacting to the same type of shift. And those were the things that helped me gain my foothold into SEO and uh speak confidently. So
0: love it. I think that leads into the next question that I'm wanting to ask, uh, which is how, how do you define leadership? As you've thought about your experiences up to this point, um, and what has gotten you to this level in your career currently, uh, how would you define leadership? What are some of the most comp- important components of leadership?
1: I would have to say most of all, it's being able to build up your resources. So leadership is going to be how you interact with any subordinates, how you continuously bring all of their skill sets up to uh, a higher standard, you know, quarter after quarter, year over year, and on top of that, how your subordinates then see you reflect in your work. Are we getting more resources from our corporate partners? Are we getting uh, a seat at the table for the right conversations? Um, That type of leadership is really what's going to be inspiring to anybody that is going to have to follow you. So um, the biggest part about moving from an analyst role to a leadership role is having to take a step back from the tactics of SEO and really just try to build up the people around you, be it a stakeholder or your fellow analyst.
0: And I know you mentioned this idea of uh, one, one of the aspects of leadership, being able to get a seat at the table to you know, communicate SEO, to get buy-in uh, for SEO. What have you found are effective ways or tactics uh, as a leader to make sure that you do have that seat at the table and that people are listening, whether it be leadership or stakeholders? Anything that you found that's helpful there?
1: Of course. Um, to be able to get anyone to listen to you, whether it's a stakeholder or your significant other, is to make sure that <laughs> they know you're being, or that that you've heard them, that you know what their actual uh, issues are, what their needs are, and guaranteed whatever they convey, you can find a way to attach an SEO need to one of their their needs, so. Um, And I don't want to sound cliche here, but barnacle SEO, <laughs> attaching yourself to <laughs> a situation and um, almost having a, a cyclical um, relationship with the person that you work with, um, where they provide something for you and then in turn you provide something for them. Once you've identified a way for you to scratch their back, they will inherently want to scratch your back. And I've found that many people have just not thought about SEO and that's only our problem. So uh, we're going to make this the focal point whenever I go to any company is have you guys unlocked the potential of your SEO and how can I help you with what your current projects are? And then next quarter, we can talk about some ideas that I have is usually how it works.
0: I love that idea of finding ways to serve, to scratch the back of the stakeholder um, so that in turn they'll find a way to, to scratch yours, hopefully. Right. Um, I'm reminded of the book How to Win Friends and Influence People, in that case, um, <laughs> doing things for, um, for other people, not expecting anything in return, but having that kind of be that symbiotic relationship um, or at least you were input within that symbiotic relationship to get things done, right? And I love the idea of barnacle SEO. You yeah. should copyright that if you haven't already. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually thinking
1: I, that someone else had used it. That's why I was a little. I was about to refrain from it, but um,
0: I, <laughs> I think I, it's I'm all yours. Search. I'm gonna have to
1: do a quick search and just see <laughs> if uh, if that's the case. So that that would be the the best. Uh, you know, ways that I've gotten myself into um, the right room and making the right friends to then remember to add me or forward me a meeting invite for something that I should have already been a part of.
0: Sure. Have there been any mentors along the way that have influenced the way that you think about leadership? And how did they do that?
1: 100%. So I've had good and bad leadership, which I think is very important. I knew what I did not want or need out of a manager after having uh, an unfortunate managerial experience in which it was more do, do, do instead of build, grow, expand. And what I was shown whenever I did work under a great leader was that I had come from a situation in which. I wasn't aware of my capabilities. And this new leader, my soon-to-be mentor, was the first person that really trusted me to do my job. Uh, I used to consistently bring what I was doing to my manager so that they would know what I was doing. And at a certain point in time, this manager just looked at me like, I trust you just go do it. No need to tell me everything that you're doing. And I left her office knowing that I had never been given that type of guidance to just do what I thought was best. And so when I got back to my office, I sat there and contemplated my next move, knowing full well, no one would see it until it was a finished product. And no one would be able to weigh in on it. No one would be able to shoot it down before it was fully fledged. And I got to actually put forth a piece of work and watch it excel and do well and know that that was just my work. Something that I can actually hold up and know that this is not something that was team effort and i know that sounds awful but sometimes to build up your confidence you need to know that this was just your idea and it's sure it could have been bad it could have been good you were going to own it either way but this is the first step to just being alone in the room with a bunch of other stakeholders and holding your ground because be it an seo be it your manager it doesn't matter who you're talking to, if you don't have the confidence in what you're talking about, no one's gonna buy what you're selling. And so I had to work on that. And that mentor is the reason why I am where I am today. Because I was alone in the room after I moved to my next job and my next job. And um, just grew from there.
0: That's awesome. It's amazing how folks can flourish when they're given Trust and confidence to get the job done. Exactly, um, that's incredible. What a great example. So, shifting gears a little bit, I know that you've had some experience in leading the enterprise relationship with agencies, and so I wanted to dig into this just a little bit to see the way that you think about leadership within this particular context. Um, what is the best way to manage an SEO agency from the enterprise side? Um, how do you, how do you think about leadership? How do you make sure they hit their goals, deliver their greatest value? What are your thoughts about that type of relationship?
1: So since they're an external resource, it's going to be a little bit of a different experience than if you were talking to someone that was sitting right across from you day in and day out. Um, there's going to be a bit of the relationship that needs to flourish on a personal level so that way they feel comfortable to di- just to discuss what's going on with you and not be worried so what I've noticed and, and I've managed multiple agencies all at once I've managed just you know one agency uh for SEO and paid and, and in both situations you want there to be a a I guess just um, a common ground in which we can discuss things not as client to client, but to, you know, SEO marketer to marketer and having that type of open relationship, trying to garner that type of open relationship with someone that's usually under pressure. And I think anyone that works at an agency can definitely attest to the pressures that can come from working at an agency. Mm Mm-hmm you want there to be some level of communication that isn't always formal. And this has always helped me become a, a bit more of just a an external resource out of the agency and vice versa and making the agency an internal resource at times. And so um, on the other hand of it, you need to make sure that they know you are reviewing your work. A lot of times you can get into a a very comfortable situation where you're accepting most of everything that's coming out of an agency. It's almost hard for an internal in-house SEO to review and be critical of every piece of work that comes out of the agency. There's going to be an overwhelmingly, like, Way more resources, way more people um, in the trenches at the agency side. And whenever you're an internal SEO, you aren't able to do that with every little piece. So there has to be a little bit of trust. There has to be a little bit of scrutiny and a little bit of just a, a business decorum that you keep to so that way they know they've got to bring their A game to every piece of work that comes our way. I know that I've had this exact approach work and not work for particular agencies. I've definitely had you know too too many um, agencies either ratchet up the amount of work that they bring to me because I'm just highly critical, or I've just had them dial it back because we're just way too personal. So really, it's going to be up to you as the seo to find a way to calibrate that and bring both the human element and the professional element to managing your own agency
0: i love that that human element i think that's that's a perspective that's probably not talked about too much in um this type of relationship which is very common a very common relationship within the seo community um I, I, Finding common ground, discussing things not as a client uh, but just between SEOs garnering that relationship as you said um, and then especially considering the the pressures that the agency is likely uh, facing and right. um, putting trust in, in the agency regardless that's that's a great perspective
1: whenever I'm saying all of this, i'm actually thinking about so many different people i'm I'm thinking about like it, it, like their faces, I'm thinking about like particular meetings, I'm thinking about so many instances in which I've noticed that whenever we have that human element brought into the fact uh you know of of the work we we just we we have a much better output, much better uh quality of work than whenever we are just trying to meet a deadline, consistently push. As much as we can out of an s o w that we can, and that has rarely ever meant that we get a quality output
0: hmm. well, I think that's a great point to wrap up at um so this has just been an awesome uh podcast, Ahmad thank you so much for your time I, I think some of the things that i 've really taken from this are um. Taking a step back from the tactics of SEO as you grow into leadership, as you grow as a leader, focusing more on um, analyzing what you're passionate about, um, especially within SEO. Is this something you're passionate about? Um, And then putting in the time and the effort as well. I think you're uh, such a good example of all three of these things. So um, Ahmad, thank you so much for joining me today, man. And uh, let's get lunch together again soon.
1: You know we will, Graham. And uh, of course. (laughs) I appreciate you having me on here. Um, hopefully anything that we've discussed here helps the next wave of leaders in the SEO space find some type of inspiration or a question or an answer to the question. Um, something to just
0: help them get to the next level. Thanks for listening. You can view our show notes as well as reach out to us at seoleadership.fm. That's SEO Leadership, all one word, .fm. Whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or whatever corner of the internet that you find your podcasts, please subscribe so that you don't miss any of our future episodes. That's it for today's episode of the SEO Leadership Podcast. My name is Graham Bargeron. See you next time.